The NFL playoffs wrapped up this past weekend with the NFC and AFC Conference Championships being played out, and we now know who's going to the Super Bowl, the Rams and the Bengals, which now sets the stage for an intriguing matchup. The Chiefs and the 49ers are now looking into offseason with many questions to answer, and the NFL coaching carousel is in full swing, as four NFL franchises have now hired new head coaches, with many surprises amongst them, and Tom Brady has officially retired. But first though, let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Steele. I'm your host, Brandon. And this is your Bruce Steele. will be talking about the recent NFL Conference Championship action, which is by far a very action-packed weekend with some upsets, which you've been seeing a lot of upsets here in the playoffs as in our road to the Super Bowl, which is our next game, actually. Also, some high-intense action, a major comeback from Cincinnati Bengals, and also breakthrough from Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. I'll also have an NFL coaching update for teams as of now hired head coaches for the NFL franchises. But first, what beer am I pairing with this week's episode? We'll have the beer right here, and it's an excellent product from Russian River Brewing. I've had Russian River Brewing beers here in Brewstill before. They make some excellent beers based out of Santa Rosa, an excellent gem of the craft beer industry here in California. And the name of that beer is called Shadow of a Doubt, which is an imperial porter from Russian River Brewing in Santa Rosa, California. This excellent porter has an ABV at 9.86%, has a very dark black color, along with a mild bitterness. This beer is definitely an excellent beer, a definitely good beer to have in the winter. It's also a seasonal beer, so if you had this beer, or if you just happen to find it in your store, definitely pick it up because this beer is not available all year round. I was able to find mine in a bottle over at Nuggets, which is a major source of beer I get here for Bruce Stilled. And this beer is also named after the famous Alfred Hitchcock movie filmed in Santa Rosa in 1943. This Imperial Porter has a dark flavor with rich chocolate and light smoked malt character with a very soft and dry finish. And this beer also has notes of tobacco, raisins, and spice to add to this excellent flavor. The bottle art is also fantastic as well. I'm definitely going to keep the bottle because I'm not sure we're going to see this beer in a bottle again. The art in the bottle is definitely have this nostalgic feel from the 1940s with the train on it with a Shadow Doubt title right on top. A definitely good bottle, a very dark bottle as well, which is definitely needed for a porter beer. And going back to the flavor of this beer, definitely has a long, enduring flavor to it, making it even more enjoyable. So definitely check out this beer, Shadow of a Doubt Imperial Porter from Russian River Brewing out of Santa Rosa, California. It's definitely on a limited release. So do check it out. If you find it in a bottle, do pick it up because if you don't, someone else probably quickly will. And this beer is also must have for your winter beer collection. Right now, we're kind of in the middle of winter right now. Logos are good winter beers. You definitely want to have this beer in your winter beer lineup. And also good beer to have during a football game. But also going back to titles beer, Shadow of Doubt. There definitely was like a Shadow of Doubt with the games you saw this past weekend, which I definitely think matches with this beer and also this week's episode topics as well. And that there's my beer pairing for this edition of Bruce Stilled for the NFL Conference Championship games, which I now begin to recap. And this past weekend's NFL Conference Championships is by far another wild weekend in the NFL playoffs. And we're just like always, not only the playoffs, but also the entire NFL season, the unexpected actually did occur. I'll go and start with the AFC Conference Championship between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, which is by far another excellent game to playoffs, the best game of the weekend. It'll definitely go down as another classic in NFL playoffs, in where we saw the Cincinnati Bengals overcome an 18-point deficit to top the Chiefs by a score of 27-24. There were definitely several moments in this game where it looked like the Kansas City Chiefs were going to win this game and go to the Super Bowl, but in the end, Kansas City lost to Cincinnati after Cincinnati staged a massive comeback by overcoming his 18-point deficit to advance onto the Super Bowl, which would be the third Super Bowl in the history of Cincinnati Bengals, who have also yet to win the Super 
Super Bowl as he lost her first two back in the 80s at the 49ers. Now, one thing that stood out in this game is right before the second half, the Chiefs could have had a field goal. They were trying to go for a touchdown, but in the end, they probably should have gone for a field goal before halftime in this game against the Bengals. If they had done that, they likely would have made that field goal, and that probably would have altered the entire outcome of the game in favor of the Chiefs. That there is a major what-if from this game, as imaginable might have been, if the Chiefs did indeed kick a field goal instead of trying to go for a touchdown before the second half. That there is a major what-if. And speaking of what-if, do keep an eye on what-if. Do you remember the term what-if? Because in a few months here in Bruce Stilled, that will become a common theme here in Bruce Stilled in the coming months. And it also involves Doctor Strange and even Loki. So what do Doctor Strange and Loki have in common with the NFL? And what if? Well, we'll all find out in a few months. So do stay tuned. But going back to that game, it just makes you wonder what might have been if the Chiefs did indeed kick that field goal prior to the second half. There are moments in this game where I thought Joe Burrow's offensive line is definitely going to become a major setback for the Bengals, which definitely was the case in several moments in this game. But Joe Burrow was able to overcome that by guiding the Bengals to this victory. Burrow had two touchdowns and one interception, while Patrick Mahomes had three touchdowns and two interceptions. So definitely the Bengals' defense was definitely an asset in this game. I think this game came down to Burrow and also the Bengals' defense with definitely critical factors to win this game over the Chiefs, which was also played in Arrowhead Stadium. So for the Bengals to win this game in a away game was also a major accomplishment as well because many, such as myself, thought the Bengals were going to lose this game. We thought the momentum was going to go ahead and run out in this game, but in the end, they overcame the obstacles and now they're on top in the AFC. They will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. The game went all the way into overtime where the Bengals won the game in overtime by a field goal, just like how they won their last game. So the special teams unit, such as their field goal kicking, has definitely been another valuable asset for the Bengals, and it may very well come as an asset for them in the Super Bowl because right now, they've definitely got a lot of momentum on their side. This is definitely a major victory for Joe Burrow and for the Bengals because when Joe Burrow was drafted by the Bengals, many were not sure if this is even the right team for him. Many were even wondering if he's going to be able to play for the Bengals, but in the end, he did, and now he's taken them to the Super Bowl, which is definitely the surprise of the year because right now, the Bengals, they are this year's NFL Cinderella team, and they're going all the way to the big game in the end. Now, here's the thing. Can the Bengals win a Super Bowl? I'll get to that much later in the episode. Also, for the next episode as well, when I do a Super Bowl preview, I think it's too soon right now to predict a Super Bowl. But right now, the Bengals, right now, they're definitely got a lot going for them right now. But as for Kansas City, their season is now over. Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City, they're definitely not going to be going to Super Bowl. Their season is now over. They're now dealing with the offseason right now. And the question I have right now for Kansas City is, will they ever make it back into the Super Bowl? I do believe that is indeed possible, but the competition in the NFL, particularly right now in the AFC, is getting much tougher and stronger. Teams are starting to catch up. So if Kansas City does indeed make it back to the Super Bowl, there definitely will be a lot more competition. The Bengals have now established themselves as a team to beat. We also have the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots are still in contention, and a few other AFC teams are also starting to catch up as well. So right now, Kansas City definitely got a long road ahead of them in this offseason, but they also have a very well-put-together team as well. But I also wonder what's going to happen with offensive coordinator Eric Bynamy. Why can he not find a head coaching job? He did interview for the Broncos job, which went to someone else. So will he stay with the Chiefs in the end? There are other teams that right now have a head coaching vacancy. There have been no reports he's actually interviewed for those teams, but now he will have a lot more time for interviews right now, now that the Chiefs are no longer in the playoffs. And another question I have right now for the Chiefs is, how can they maintain their roster? The roster right now is definitely well put together, but can they keep that roster together in the long term in order to maintain a threat for years to come in the NFL? Well, if Andy Reid is their head coach, as long as Andy Reid is their head coach, I definitely do believe that definitely is a possibility. But right now in the offseason, now their season is over, Kansas City definitely has a lot of soul searching to do, which I do believe will make for an interesting journey as they prepare for the next NFL season for 2022 to 2023. But going back to the Bengals, they are still in the hunt. They will be representing AFC in the Super Bowl. This is definitely a big moment for them. Many are starting to compare Joe Burrow to be the next Tom Brady. He definitely has a bright future ahead of him.
to him with the Bengals. But can the Bengals keep this team going? Because right now they're going to Super Bowl, but they still have offensive line issues. So I wonder, will this offensive line ever catch up to the Bengals? Right now it doesn't appear to be happening because Joe Burrow definitely knows how to handle himself under pressure. He's pulled off several miracles in this season, such as what happened against the Chiefs. So I do believe the Bengals are going to be fine in the future, but he definitely want to use the offseason once the season's all done to definitely address that offensive line because the one last thing they need right now is for offensive line to destroy them in the Super Bowl. But right now the Bengals, they got time to prepare for the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow played very well in the shotgun position, which was definitely a valuable thing for them in this game against the Chiefs. So I think Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl is going to be playing from the shotgun position when they face off against the Rams in the Super Bowl. I definitely do think that's going to supplement the weak offensive line they currently have, but also the Bengals defense is also playing pretty well also. I definitely do believe the Bengals defense is going to play a big role in the Super Bowl, but he definitely got to maintain that roster because over the years, several teams have come so close to the Super Bowl, several have won the Super Bowl, but in the end, their team fell apart for a wide variety of reasons. Will this happen in Cincinnati? Is this just a one-season wonder? Because when you classify a team as a Cinderella, it's kind of not a good thing because the term Cinderella is usually temporary in a very bad way as well because once a Cinderella label comes off, the team usually falls apart. So can the Bengals kind of move past this Cinderella label by winning the Super Bowl while also maintaining a good roster for years to come? It's definitely a lot to think about because the Bengals right now, this kind of was not supposed to happen. Many were not expecting to even go to the playoffs, but in the end they did and they're definitely overachieving and a Super Bowl victory will definitely be the ultimate accomplishment for that franchise and for Joe Burrow. As he hasn't been in the NFL that long, there are guys who have been in the NFL much longer who get paid much more money who have yet to make it even to the Super Bowl, even the playoffs, and Joe Burrow right now is outclassing all of them. So we'll see just how things pan out for Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the Super Bowl when they face off against the Rams. And speaking of the Rams, it's now time to recap the NFC Conference Championship between the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers, which ended in a victory for the Rams by a score of 20-17. to Wasn't very much a high-scoring game, but it was also very much a key game for the Rams. They defeated the arch-rival the 49ers in their home city of Los Angeles, which they will be playing the Super Bowl in. So the Rams are going to be playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium against the Bengals. But it's also a major victory as well because Sean McVay was able to defeat his arch-rival, Kyle Shanahan, in the NFC Conference Championship, which many doubted because many thought, such as myself, that Kyle Shanahan was inside ahead of Sean McVay, something Sean McVay denied. But in the end, Sean McVay was able to turn the tide and guide the Rams to a major victory over the San Francisco 49ers, which will be the second Super Bowl appearance of Sean McVay since he's been coaching the Rams, while also being the first Super Bowl appearance for quarterback Matt Stafford. Now, this game was nowhere as near as exciting as one between the Chiefs and the Bengals, but in the end, it was definitely seeing a major breakthrough in the NFL playoffs for the Rams. And it also marks the end of the season for the 49ers, and where they now had to face a very long offseason, just like the Chiefs, and where they had to answer several questions, such as one, what will they do with quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo? Now, Jimmy Garoppolo most likely ended up with a different team next season. What team would that be? That all remains to be seen. But it appears that right now, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers, they want to move on from Garoppolo and saw Trey Lance as their next franchise quarterback. But how will they get rid of Garoppolo? How much trade value can they get out of them? And what team are willing to take Jimmy Garoppolo? And how much are they willing to give up? The other question I have is, is Trey Lance really the answer? And how long will it take for the 49ers to get him up and running as their next quarterback? Because next season, assuming that he is a quarterback for the 49ers, and most likely he will be, just what kind of season will that be for the 49ers and Trey Lance in his first season? Will it force the 49ers to rebuild and add new players from free agency? Because it won't happen overnight for the 49ers and Trey Lance, but then again, anything is possible. So the next chapter of 49ers with Trey Lance will no doubt be very much interesting, but also believe it will also be very challenging for the 49ers as well. And this also brings me to Kyle Shanahan as their head coach. Will Kyle Shanahan take the 49ers to the Super Bowl victory in his career? He's taken their once already, but can he take them to a win in the Super Bowl? That all there remains to be seen, because it seems that right now the 49ers are very much in a very unique and very interesting place. Is that a place I would want to be in for my
my NFL team. So I think in the end, the front office will need to have more patience to Kyle Shanahan for him to develop Trey Lance, assuming that Trey Lance is indeed the answer at quarterback for the 49ers, because right now they got a pretty much unique road ahead of them. It can go very well, it can also go very badly. And if it goes badly, that has some serious repercussions and consequences for the front office, Kyle Shanahan, and even Trey Lance. So for 49ers right now, even though they went all the way to the NFC Championship, they're going to be starting over in a way with quarterback. But maybe they can get some good trade value from Jimmy Garoppolo, but in the end, how much will teams be willing to give up? And where will Jimmy Garoppolo end up? So right now the 49ers, they got a very long offseason ahead of them, just like the Kansas City Chiefs. But as for the Rams, their journey continues. They're going to the Super Bowl. They'll face off against the Bengals. So big question after Rams is right now, can they actually win against the Bengals? Not saying that they're an underdog. They're currently seen as a favorite by three points. But when it comes to the Rams, here's what I'm asking about the Rams. They traded a lot to get Matt Stafford. Will that trade pay off in the end with Super Bowl victory? Probably even more in the future. That remains to be seen. But they gave up quite a bit to get Matt Stafford. We just don't know if it's going to pay off in the end. But we may find out in the Super Bowl, assuming that the Rams win. And also, with Sean McVay stay as a coach after this game, there has been talk to Sean McVay might take a break from coaching, going to the broadcasting booth, and work for one of the networks as a commentator. That remains to be seen. But there has been talk by Sean McVay probably wanting to try television for a while. But I do believe he wants to win a Super Bowl first before he actually does that. And also, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, will that change your perception in the city of Los Angeles? Right now, city of Los Angeles, the fan base is not really turning out for the Chargers and the Rams. There actually are fans for other teams in the city of Los Angeles. It's definitely a common sight to see the fans from opposing teams filling up the stadium for the Rams and Charger games. So another question I have for the Rams going to the Super Bowl, and that is, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, will it help them build a much more reliable and stable fan base in the city of Los Angeles and even beyond? Because right now, their fan base really isn't that strong. There are Rams fans out there. I do know of some. I know some personally. But in the end, their fan base is not known for being very strong and also showing up for games for the Rams and even for the Chargers in the city of Los Angeles. They got two teams here, the Rams and the Chargers, sharing a space, a stadium in the city of Los Angeles, trying to get the same fan base, but it really hasn't been working out. So will a victory in the Super Bowl change all that for the Rams? Will that change your fortune in the Super Bowl? We'll see if that happens, assuming they win the Super Bowl. And also, Matt Stafford, can he take the Rams to a victory in the Super Bowl? Does he have what it takes? Does he have enough in him to win the Super Bowl for the Rams? He'll be going up against Joe Burrow. It'll be a battle of two quarterbacks, two very intriguing quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, who was originally drafted by the Lions a few years ago, who's now with the Rams, after they traded a lot to get him, is now in the captain's chair for the Los Angeles Rams when originally it was Jared Goff. So is Matt Stafford, can he fulfill the quest that Jared Goff did not complete when he was a quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams? We'll see if that plays out in the Super Bowl, which I do believe will serve as an epic finale for the 2021 NFL season. And now it's time for some NFL coaching updates. Four NFL teams so far have hired NFL head coaches to fill their open vacancies as head coach, with the first team being the Raiders, who hired Josh McDaniels to be their next head coach, the former offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. The Chicago Bears hired Matt Eberflus, who is a former defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. And the New York Giants hired Brian Dabble, the former offensive coordinator from Buffalo. And Denver Broncos hired Nathaniel. Daniel Hackett, the former Packers offensive coordinator. This now leaves the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Texans, and now the New Orleans Saints in need of a head coach. They are the remaining teams right now who have a head coaching vacancy. Interviews are taking place as we speak, and there has been rumors that Jim Harbaugh might be going to either Minnesota Vikings and maybe the Dolphins. It's been said that he has an interest in the Minnesota Vikings job. He's interviewed for the job. This comes out of nowhere, actually, because I thought Jim Harbaugh was going to go to the Raiders, but the Raiders hired Josh McDaniels, which is a very much a surprising selection. I wasn't even certain Josh McDaniels even a coaching candidate this year. I thought he's probably going to stay around long enough in New England become next head coach of New England. But right now, Josh McDaniels is going to coach the Raiders. Very much a surprising pick. Definitely a lot of intrigue behind this. And a lot of Raiders fans I've spoken to are not happy with this move. They wanted the Raiders to stick with Rich Bisaccia. But in the end, it will be 
Josh McDaniels. Now, this could probably go either way. Josh McDaniels once coached at Denver Broncos for two seasons before being fired. He eventually went and became the offensive coordinator for the Rams for a while when they were in St. Louis before going back to New England. There was also controversy about the way he took the job with the Indianapolis Colts only to turn it down to the 11th hour, and he was once considered a candidate to become the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns. But in the end, none of that transpired, and now he's going to coach the Raiders in Las Vegas. It'll be very much interesting to see just how Josh McDaniels turns around the Raiders, assuming he actually can do that. I do think it's possible, but it'll take some time. But there are definitely a lot of players on the Raiders who definitely wanted Rich Bisaccia to be the next head coach. He definitely had a lot of support in that locker room, including Derek Carr. And it'll be interesting to see just how Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels work together, assuming Derek Carr does stay with the Raiders as their quarterback. But definitely a lot of major things come to the Raiders right now. We'll just see how Josh McDaniels does as their next head coach. Now, as for the other head coaching jobs that are filled, I was surprised by the pick of the Bears going with Matt Effortless from the defensive coordinator for the Colts. I thought they were going to go with a more offensive-minded coach. Now, he did say he's going to build an offense around Justin Fields, so he definitely does making that commitment to make that happen for the Bears, but definitely very surprising pick, as I thought that job's going to go to Brian Flores, who has yet to find another head coaching job right now, but definitely a very surprising pick on behalf of the Chicago Bears. As for New York Giants, I thought they are going to hire Wink Martindale from the Ravens, but now we all know that Wink Martindale got fired from the Ravens as their defensive coordinator, but I do believe that Wink Martindale is going to find another coordinator job somewhere else in the league. And there has been speculation that Wink Martindale might actually join Josh McDaniels with the Raiders in Las Vegas. We'll see if that happens in the end. But instead, the Giants hired Brian Dabble, the former offensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills. Now, I do believe this is actually a good pick for the Giants, even though it was not the candidate I thought they are going to take. But I think Brian Dabble will be a good fit for the New York Giants to rebuild their offense. We'll see how that works out in this first season coming up in 2022, later in the fall. Now, the Broncos, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, the former Packers offensive coordinator. That was also another surprising pick. I thought their best pick was Eric Bynami for the Chiefs. But in the end, Nathaniel Hackett will be coaching at the Denver Broncos. Now, there has led to speculation Aaron Rodgers might join the Broncos because Aaron Rodgers once said, according to reports, that he did not want to work in a team without Nathaniel Hackett. So can Nathaniel Hackett find a way to get Aaron Rodgers to come join a Denver Broncos? But will the Broncos be willing to give up a lot of draft picks in order to get Aaron Rodgers to join the Denver Broncos to work alongside Nathaniel Hackett? Now, if that does occur, that will very much be very much an interesting storyline for the next NFL season should that occur. It could happen, but right now, we don't know what's going to happen right now. Aaron Rodgers might very well stay in Green Bay. There's been talk he actually might stay in Green Bay. So let's see what happens right now. This is very much an ongoing situation, but I do believe that right now, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in the NFL. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's probably going to come back for one more year. He might go year by year, but I definitely do believe he's sticking around. It might be with Green Bay. It might be with someone else. He might even replace Tom Brady in Tampa because, as we all now know, Tom Brady is officially retired from the NFL. At first, though, we weren't too sure what was going on. He said he's going through the process, but right now, as of today, Tom Brady has retired from the NFL. He made the announcement on Instagram that he's going to retire from the league after 22 years in the NFL, which marks the end of very much a very magical and storied NFL journey for a quarterback that came out of the sixth round and came out of nowhere only to win seven Super Bowls, six of them with New England, one of them with Tampa. He won Super Bowls with two different NFL franchises, was by far an excellent quarterback, by far the greatest quarterback of all time in the NFL, very much a leader, a good quarterback, but also a very good role model for several people all around the world. Tom Brady will no doubt be missed from the NFL, which will leave a void for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to fill, but in the end, the moment right now is for Tom Brady. The NFL will not be the same without him. It definitely does also shake up the power of balance in the NFL, particularly the NFC South. Because I thought if Tom Brady came back next year, I do believe that Tampa still would have been competitive if Tom Brady decided to play to age 45, but he now retired from the league at age 44 after 22 years. But one thing I 
do find interesting in terms of how Tom Brady's career ended, it's interesting how it all came full circle when we all think about it. Because in the end, when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, it was against the St. Louis Rams, which came in the end by field goal. And in his final NFL game, it was also won by field goal, but this time by the Rams, now known as the Los Angeles Rams. Which in the end, when I think about it, really does add an element of things coming full circle in the end for the lifespan of one's NFL career. But Tom Brady now has called it a career. He had a great run as an NFL quarterback, establishing a dynasty for the New England Patriots, and winning seven Super Bowls, becoming the greatest quarterback of all time in the NFL, holding several records, with several of them likely to never be broken. Tom Brady is most definitely a game changer in the NFL. It makes you wonder what might have been if he had been drafted somewhere else. That we'll never know. We can always speculate, but we'll never know. And now Tom Brady is going to enter the next chapter of his life. Many say he's probably going to enter acting as opposed to NFL career. There's also been talking he might become a GM somewhere, but right now the possibilities for Tom Brady are indeed endless. And I also wonder, are there any other quarterbacks right now in the NFL from the newer quarterbacks who could probably become the next Tom Brady? Like I mentioned earlier, Joe Burrow definitely does stand a good chance of doing that. Just as long as Cincinnati gives him everything he needs, such as talent, and also having a good front office, good coaching staff. But I think Joe Burrow, he may not get as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady, but I definitely do think in terms of quarterbacks, he may become the next big thing. But just imagine, what if it was the Bengals and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl? That would have been a really wild Super Bowl to see, as opposed to the Rams and the Bengals. I think a much more intriguing matchup would have been the Buccaneers and the Bengals. Just imagine that, Tom Brady going up against Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. That would have been an instant classic. But that is not the NFL timeline we're currently on, but it's also fun to think about. But now we're going to one more game left in the season, the Super Bowl, the Bengals and the Rams. It'll be the end of a journey of what was by far a very chaotic and very controversial and unpredictable NFL season. But how will it end? Who will come out on top? Will it be the Bengals or the Rams? I won't make a prediction just now. I'll definitely do that in a preview episode prior to the Super Bowl here in Bruce Stilled. But I do see an intriguing matchup coming up here in the Super Bowl, which will be a fitting end towards this season. And several podcasters and those in the media are getting pretty sentimental towards the end of the season because what a season it was. I mean, it was a wild ride, and now it's coming to an end. And what we're going to do next, we'll definitely have the offseason to cover. I cannot wait to cover the offseason here in the NFL, cover the NFL draft. Marvel is coming back soon. Definitely we'll have more Marvel content here, Bruce Stilled, as it merged the NFL with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But right now, we got the Super Bowl coming up, and it will be a good one. And until then, that'll do for me here at Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'll be back next time for a Super Bowl preview episode, also with NFL updates. By then, we'll probably have some more coaching updates as well. But until then, go out there, enjoy some good beer bourbon and whiskey have a good time get ready for the super bowl and i'll see y'all next time until then be brewed and be the still folks cheers Bye.